plan. I serve a God who's bigger than any trouble that can come my way. Amen. It's good to be in the house of God. Good to see you. And I want to say Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you if I haven't said it unto you. And I hope and pray God bring you many, many, many wonderful blessings this year. But, you know, every day he wake you up, it's a great blessing. It's a great blessing indeed. Good to see brother and sister Bill. I tell you what, that, that's the couple there. That's the couple there. Lisa, we grow old. That, that's the pattern right there. That's the pattern. Amen. Boy, if I could be half as sharp as Brother Bell. <laughs> Sister Bell. Sister Bell just so, she's so suave. She's so smooth. A lady of ladies. Amen. It's always good to see you all. Always good to see you all. Folks. I got something for you this morning. All right. Want to talk about time. Oh. Time. 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 It keeps ticking on by. It keeps ticking on by. And once it passes, it's gone. You can't get it back. So you have to make good with what you have right now. There's some things in life you just don't get to do over again. And time is ticking by. And every second that ticks by, we're moving closer to that great day of that appointment. In Luke chapter 12, beginning verse 16. The Bible reads, <clears throat> excuse me, and he spake. A parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful, brought forth a whole lot. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow. My fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pour down my barns. And build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits. And my goods. And I will say to my soul. So thou has much goods. Laid up for many years. So he thought. Take thy ease. Eat. Drink. And be merry. Verse 20. But God said. But God said unto him. Thou this night not tomorrow not next week not next month not next year 
this night. Something is going to be required of you. Thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? Verse 21 is where I want you to focus. So is he. So is he that what? He's a fool. That layeth up treasure for himself. And is not rich toward God. The Bible said, and so is he. So is he what? He's a fool. To lay up treasures for himself. And not have God in the forefront of his heart. See, folks, the Bible never condemned anybody about being rich. It says it's hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom. But the Bible never condemned anyone of being rich. And right here in verse 21, if the Bible doesn't condemn us for saving or preparing... It says, so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. In other words, we're supposed to invest more into our heavenly home than we are investing and spending to make our heaven down here on earth. Does your Bible say that? There's nothing wrong. If you're blessed to be rich and God is in the forefront of your life and you're doing what you're supposed to do, nothing wrong with that. But the Bible said it's hard. It's hard because you know what? People love money. People love money. And money has a way of overpowering people. But right here it says, you are a fool. I'm not calling you that. It says, so is he. So is he what? Verse number 20 said, but God said unto him, thou fool. Because he trusted in all of his riches instead of thinking about how can I help somebody? How can I feed the hungry? How can I distribute this to somewhere else to help somebody else somewhere else? Instead of giving to those in need, he only thought about himself. And the word of God says, but God said unto him, thou fool. This night, this night, your soul is required of you. Then he asked the question, now who is all this stuff going to go to? 
And then verse 21 said, so is he that layeth up treasure. See, it doesn't say you have to be rich. But it says when your priorities are out of whack. When you have the tendency of laying up more treasures and and trying to make your heaven down here on earth instead of having God first instead of seeking the kingdom of God first instead of doing the will of God first. It didn't say you have to be rich to do that. It says it's talking about your priorities. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. See, when I'm rich toward God, first and foremost, I'm going to love him with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Amen. That is the greatest commandment. And I'm going to do his will. We've been talking about that. What is his will? Fear God. Keep his commandments. That's the whole duty of man. Amen. Well, what are some of the things I need to do? Remember what Jesus said? I believe it's over there in Matthew, what, 25, where it talks about I was hungry. Well, if I met you, you were hungry. I need to do what? I need to feed you. I don't need to be rich to feed you. Jesus said, I was in prison. You didn't come visit me. I don't need to be rich to visit somebody in prison. All of the things that the Lord outlined that we should be involved in doing and carrying out and doing his will, it don't require anybody to be rich. I was naked and you clothed me not. I guarantee you, if I was a betting man, I would bet all of us, men and women, we got clothes hanging in our closet and folded up in our dresses. We ain't going to never get in it again. I don't know why you keep lying to yourself. I don't know why you keep living that, 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 that phony fantasy of getting back into that stuff. It ain't going to happen. Now, brother, man, I don't know what you're saying. I, I'm, I'm going to lose some pounds. I'm going to get back in that. Let me tell you, sometimes it ain't about losing pounds. The older you get, things shift and move. You don't believe me? Look at some of the old folks walking around with tattoos. Their tattoos now at an older age send out a different message than what it did when they were younger. See, when they were younger, they, 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 they were firm. Skin was tight and everything. Now things sag and loose. Things move. Body parts shift. You ain't got to be rich to do the will of God. But what are we doing? 
We're always sitting around. Boy, if I had the money, if I had the money, you don't need the money. You need to work with what you already have. Why should you be blessed with more when you don't utilize and act right with the little that you have? You're wondering why God won't bless you with more. You ain't acting right with the little. Well, if I had the money, I would do this. Thinking big. Thinking, nothing wrong with thinking big. Just make sure you're using what little you have right first. And build on top of that. God know if you're going to act right. Did he not say, and all these things shall be added unto you, Matthew 6, if you do what? Seek first what? The kingdom of God. And his righteousness. See, we read this passage right here. We fly by when it says, and is not rich toward God. Let me tell you, we, we should always want to give God the best. We should always want to give God the first and we should always want to give him the best of whatever we have. But do we? Come on, folks. Do we? No. We don't even give God the best of our time. Some of us, when, when we call ourselves studying at the end of the day, we're so tired, we're so sleepy, and then we'll sit there and read a few verses and fall asleep and we'll say we study. <laughs> Do you call that giving being rich toward God? Well, if I had the time, you have the time. You got the same time everybody else have. You just need to streamline. There are some things you're doing in your life you need to get rid of and stop doing. So that you can devote it to what's really important. Well, if I had the time. You have the time. Last time I checked, we all have what? 24 hours in a day. Go to bed earlier. And get up early. You'll be amazed. You said, but I got these children. Get up early while they still sleep. You'll be amazed the amount of time you have. Once again, well, if I had the money. You, you don't need a, a bunch of money. How much money does it call? Cost to call somebody to check up on them, see how they're doing. How much money does it, cost, does it cost to check on somebody? And if they're in need, we have a food pantry here. You ain't even got to go out and buy no groceries. You could contact one of the, one of the people here. We'll open up the building. You could shop right over there. Put food together and take it to them. That's being rich toward God. What, what, what would God have you to do? Well, Jesus laid it out. I was hungry. You didn't feed me. 
I was naked. You'd rather let those clothes get eaten up by moth and get holes in them than to give them to somebody who could use them. And talking about tearing down other areas of the house to make more room. Get rid of that mess you ain't going to never wear again. Get not only clothes, get rid of some of those appliances you ain't turned on in the last couple of years. Now, I don't want to get rid of that. I bought that how many years ago? Now, how many times have you used it? Give it to somebody who's going to use it every day. I don't know why I got to give my stuff away. I worked hard. No, no. God bless you. See, there you go talking like that fool. I worked hard. I worked hard. I. See, that's the problem with sin. I is in the middle of it. It's I in. Go through the house. You'll be amazed how rich you are in comparison to what some people have. It's not just clothes. It's not just shoes. Take some of those appliances. Get rid of them. You ain't going to diet. Quit lying. Quit lying. Jesus said, I was naked. I was hungry. I was in prison. You didn't visit me. I was destitute. You know what? I was in need and you didn't help me. Lord, when did we see you in this condition? When did we see you in this condition? As much as you've done it unto the least of one of these. You've done it unto me. What have you done? And we're always thinking we got time. One of these days I'm going to do this. One of these days I'm going to do this. Or just wait. I'm, I'm waiting for the time to be right. And I'm going to do this. Let me tell you. That's what got that man in trouble. He thought he had time. Folks, today to do good, today to do right, today to praise God and honor God is now. It's today. Some of you, some of you probably got stuff for Christmas and over the holiday, knowing you ain't going to use it. And it'll sit there for the next several months. And you'll hear about somebody scuffling, difficult, having trouble in life. And you'll think about Maybe that appliance or maybe some clothes or outfit somebody gave you. You know you ain't going to wear. 
But then you'll say, but that's mine. That's mine. Oh, it's yours. Until God takes it away from you. That's what this man said. So you have plenty. You have plenty for years to come. Little did he know. The expiration of his years was about to come to an end. And then the Lord asked the question, now who's going to get it? Now who's going to get it? While you lay coal in a casket, you won't have no control over who get what. Now who's going to get it? Whereas you could have honored God. You could have honored God. By saying, look, to, to, to you, you may say it may not mean that much. But in God's eyes, you're doing my will. You're doing my will. What may, what may be a, 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 a knockoff outfit, a pair of pants, or, or something to you, yeah. Yeah. man, that may, that may be a gold mine yeah. for somebody yeah. who's in dire need yeah. of some clothes. Yeah. We think we got time. Mm-hmm. We, got, we, we think we got time. To put God on a, on a time schedule that when we're ready, when we're ready to do something, then we'll do it. Let me tell you something. You don't have as much time as you think. You don't. I challenge you this year. I challenge you this year. To make the most of every day that God wakes you up. He wakes you up for a reason, folks. There's going to be an audit. Did you know that? There's going to be an audit one day when you close your eyes. There's going to be an audit. I don't know if you, you know, ever worked for a place and they had audits and everything. Well, I hate audits. I hate them. Nothing, nothing burned me up more than somebody coming into my shop, nitpicking and, 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 and pointing out, you know, what you're doing wrong and I wouldn't do it this way or this way. Get out of my shop. <laughs> but there's going to be an audit. Some of the areas that you're going to be auditing on, just like me, every idle word. I've ever spoken, I'm going to be audited on. I got to give an account for it. The things that I thought, I'm going to be audited on. Because as a man thinking, that's who he is. I'm going to be audited on, did I do the Lord's will? 
Did I do it? Heaven awaits, but it only awaits to those who have been faithful and obedient. Ain't no selfish person going to heaven. I challenge you. God keeps waking you up for a reason. Understand the purpose why he keeps waking you up. Either you're doing something right and he wants you to keep doing it. Or he's giving you time to get it right. Before he calls you to be audited. One or the other. And you know which one. You know which one. At the closing of 2021. Would you have passed the audit or failed the audit? If the Lord had called it an end. Many of us would say, I don't think I would have made it. Why not? You know why? Because you're not rich toward God. You're too busy trying to make your heaven down here on earth. You're in love. I'll put it simply this way, scripturally. You're in love with this world. You're in love with this world. There are things that your eyes attach to. And, and you lust and desire after things that don't matter. There are things you give yourself over to in your flesh that separates you from God. That's the pride of life that you deal with and suffer with and you don't want anybody to correct you and tell you the truth about yourself. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. You're in love with this world. But as this world shall pass one day, you're going to pass with her. Because you were not rich toward God. Jesus posed a question. He said, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and then lose his soul? What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Let me ask you that this morning. What shall it profit you to make all the money. To drive a nice car. All right, man. To live in a nice luxury home. To shop in the places everybody can't shop. To eat the meals that even you can't pronounce. <laughs> what will it profit you to, to live that life? But but not know God. See, the Bible don't condemn living like that. If you're rich toward God first. 
But our problem is we steal from God. We rob God. We don't serve God. We put everything else before the service of the kingdom and we ain't got time for the church, but yet we want to ball. We want to live the glamorous life. And we even, we try to justify within ourselves, I deserve, I deserve this, I deserve. No, what we truly deserve is to burn in hell. That's what we truly deserve. But because of his grace, because of his mercy, and because of his love, who are we to talk about what I deserve? Sounds like a fool I just read about right here in the Bible. Folks, we got to do better in this year. I don't believe God delivered us to come into a new year to continue to be foolish. Amen, lights. I believe he allowed us to come into this new year. For us to get ourselves together. That we might glorify him and lead those that are lost to the light. Folks, there's nothing wrong with being rich. But don't worry about being rich until you can handle and maintain what you already have. See. Unless you've got God in your heart. Like the rapper once said, more money, more problems. And more problems just going to separate you that further from God. Are you rich toward God this morning? Huh? Are you rich toward God? This one? I, I'm just asking you a question that I find in the Bible. So is he that led up treasure for himself. He's a fool. And is not rich toward God. So I guess really what I'm asking, are you wise? Or are you a fool? Now, nobody wants to admit that they're a fool. But let's be honest, we do foolish things sometimes. And you know what? You, you may not have ever really stopped and looked at this passage to know it was calling you a fool. But now you know. And the first thing you need to admit is, hey, that's me. That's me. Because I surely, I surely don't give God the first of my fruit. No, I ain't fit to bore you with a sermon on giving. You know what? You're going to answer for giving one day. I'm talking about monetarily. But even before you die, you know what? You can keep robbing God until, you know what? What little you have, God can take it away from you. He can put holes in your pockets. 
And then you start telling everybody, man, I don't know what's going on. Every time I look around, something going on. This broke down. This broke down. This broke. And guess what? Keep not being rich towards God. You're going to keep breaking down. And it could go from your car to the appliances in your house. And then guess what? God can let Satan touch your body. He can allow the devil to touch your health. Then what? Then what? When you're laying flat on your back and that new car sitting out in the driveway, then what? Huh? That, 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 that magnificent wardrobe hanging in the closet, still with tags on it and everything. But you lay in there, you can't even wipe yourself. You've got to have somebody to come wash you. Who's going to wear? Huh? Who's going to wear? How much meaning does it have to you then in comparison to God? Set your priorities right. Set your priorities right. Because let me tell you something. Material things are nice. But being rich toward God is better. You could wear the, the finest Rolex watch. But guess what? When you need prayer and you need help, it won't talk to you. All it's going to do is remind you of what time you wasted. He brought us over into this new year for a reason. He brought us over for a reason. The question is, do you understand why he brought you over? What are you going to do with the time? Don't be a fool, folks. Don't be. You may, you may have been a fool in 21. But that doesn't mean you need to come over here in 22 and, and keep being a fool. Stop it. And give God his praise. You know, everybody. Everybody said when the new year come, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Just live right. Just live right. And God can help you along the way. But first admit, you got a problem. Amen? Time is running out, folks. Time is running out. I was telling my son, I said, they were showing a collage of pictures the other day of all the people who died in 21. And man, I kept looking at all those pictures. I said, I didn't know they, they died. They died. They died. I didn't hear anything about They died. I mean, the list just went on and on and on. And 
Year's, New Year's morning, my son texted me and said, did you hear about Dan Reeves? Former coach for the Falcons. Drop dead. Folks ain't going to stop dying. That list ended in 21, but we just started a new list in 22. You might be on the list in 22. You might not. I might be on it. Might not. But regardless of whether I'm on it or not, I don't have to die a fool. I can die being rich in faith toward God. Jesus said the poor we're going to have with us always. But just because I might be monetarily poor doesn't mean I have to be broke spiritually. I challenge you. Go home and clean those dressers out. Go home and clean those closets out. Got hats stored up in boxes. You, you, you don't even remember how they look. Shoes and boxes. You, you ain't getting in some of those shoes again? No, you're not. Even, even if your feet are fit in there, you're, you're having back problems and other issues, you can't walk in them. You, you can't walk in no heels anymore. Give it up. Let somebody else look good in that. Be a blessing to somebody else. I sure hate to get it. Give it up. If you act right and do right, God bless you to buy some more. Get you some flats. But let me tell you, keep holding on to it. Keep holding on to it because see, the, the longer you hold on to it, that's your idol. That's your God. That's your God. And let's see how it helps you to get to heaven. Give it up, folks. Somebody waiting to be blessed by you. Got, got, got dishes, got china. You ain't never ate off and all this stuff. Why you buy? Well, I'm not going to give my china away. I'm just saying, give the other dishes away and start eating on that. Some folks would love to eat a meal off of a real plate. Being selfish. Yeah, act right. You know what? God bless you to get some new stuff. I'm a close. I'm a close right there. Time, folks, is passing by. It's passing by. We're in the what? Second day of the new year. What did you do to glorify God yesterday? 
Truth be told, some of us didn't do a thing because it was just all about us. But he spared you to wake up this morning. You're already behind. You're already behind. It's time to get the priorities right. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. If you don't believe that, you got a problem. Because God has no reason to lie. He can't lie. My, my admonition to you today is don't be a fool in 2022. If you're here today and you haven't surrendered your will to be obedient to the teaching of what one must do in order to be saved, in order to become a Christian, to have our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to add you to the church of Christ. Bible teaches one must hear, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized for the remission of their sin and must live faithful unto death. It's, you say, well, that just sounds so simple. It is. With faith, it is. God's will is that every man be saved, 2 Peter 3. He didn't design it for you to go to hell. He wants you to be saved from hell. But you got to be willing to surrender your will to him. You 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 can't hold ransom. You can't hold God hostage on how to get into his heaven. Do it the way you want to do it. You got to humble yourself. Are you willing to do that today? For us who are members of the church, you know what? It would be a good thing to start the year off by saying, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for my selfishness. Forgive me for just being so, so self-centered. Forgive me for just not helping others when I've had opportunities to do it. Lord, give me a clean heart. Give me a clean heart that I might Serve you. You know what you need to do. You got problems holding on to this material stuff. Ask the church to pray with you and pray for you. Don't let that stuff send you to hell. Because whether you like it or not, you're going to close your eyes one day and somebody going to wear it. Somebody going to wear those clothes. Somebody going to drive that car. Somebody going to eat that food that's up in your house. And you won't have no control of it. What's our song? 593. 593 is our invitation song. Folks, can we kick this year off singing like we mean it?